You enter the cave, and there you see an old man surrounded by two fires. And he says to you, take this. It's dangerous to go alone. You look there in the palm of his hand, you see it glistening in the firelight. It's a spoon. And you say, how will this help me? And he says, I'm sorry. I gave my sword to the last guy. But if you run into any cereal, they'll be prepared. Hello, and welcome to The Empty Bowl, a meditative podcast about cereal. My name is Justin McElroy, and I'm a cereal enthusiast. And my name's Dan Gruber, and I am King Vitaman's royal cereal taste tester. This show is an opportunity for you to relax, for you to allow your mind to focus on cereal. You know, my daughter came to me last night. She had trouble sleeping, and she said, I'm thinking about the past and everything in the future and everything in the past. <laughs> and I said, I, yes, you are seen, child. I understand this. And so for all the, the, the adult Charlies and kid Charlies and in-between Charlies out there, um, this is your opportunity to have something to think about. It is delicious and simple and crunchy and sweet, usually. I don't know. All those are variables, I guess. We got, we got some, uh, some dangerous ones, though, today. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Dan, what is, uh, what's happening in the, in the world of cereal? So arguably the biggest headline in recent serial news has to be Snoop Loops. Uh, Snoop Loops. Yeah. So this Snoop, isn't a real serial, is it, Dan? I honestly, feel it. it's uncertain. It's very unclear so far. So the headline is that Snoop Dogg is getting into the breakfast cereal game with Snoop Loops. And there's already a website, snooploops.com. That's loops with a Z at the end, to be clear. And... Yeah, just looking at this box, it looks like one of those fake cereals they'd put in like a TV show because they can't afford the branding for a real cereal. <laughs> um, there's just kind of like a pretty, forgive me Snoop Dogg fans if I don't recognize this clip art looking dog character, uh, if it's iconic in the in the Snoop Dogg canon or not. But, you know, the box is just extremely colorful. They look like Fruit Loops. You know, the... It was first advertised by Master P on Instagram, who described it as think gluten-free Fruit Loops with more corn, more flavor, and more marshmallows. I've never heard of a cereal boasting about more corn before. I mean, maybe if it were like corn flakes or like corn crunch, I could understand, but that's not a particularly strong selling point, I know, for you and I, who are obviously on the, the anti-corn brigade most of the time. But you look at, like, the back of the box, too, and there's a lot of things on it that just, you know, obviously the box art is probably unfinished, but, like, the biggest thing that throws me is that there's a giveaway for enter for a chance to win, to a, a win Nintendo Switch Pro. Because, first of all, there's a typo in the url they have here and most of all as someone pointed out on twitter the nintendo switch pro does not exist yeah <laughs> wouldn't it be crazy if nintendo announced the existence of a nintendo switch pro via snoop loops cereal well and that was the only way to get it yeah you have to win it from snoop um 
I mean, my gut says this is real. Like the the Broadus Foods, Broadus is, is Snoop's real last name, and Broadus Foods is a real company. They have a real website with Mama Snoop's pancake mix, grits, and maple syrup, mm. all the different Mama Snoop, Snoop foods, and then Snoop Loops, um, which is on here. I mean, there's stuff like talking about how a purchase from each uh, portion of each purchase goes to charity and stuff like that. So, like, you you that would be a wild thing to <laughs> do a joke about i think right no it definitely seems legit i just think they have some polishing to do on the graphic design yeah, a end little bit. a little bit uh, but i wish them the best if it's yeah. if it's for a good cause then i'll endorse Maybe it'll be great. you never know if they're gluten-free they'll at least be different right Mm-hmm. what else is going on so we've also got some more news on the halloween cereal and you know cereal adjacent front so first of all, you know, as as you may know, obviously in addition to the release of the General Mills monster cereals each year, there's usually, you know, one or two peripheral monster cereal products that will flank it on shelves as well. Uh, historically, the most popular have been like the monster cereal fruit roll-ups or the monster cereal treats. Uh, mm-hmm. But you know, they've recently been phasing into different stuff. They are bringing back the Monster Mash fruit snacks this year and also debuting a very delightful looking uh, package of Monster Cereal Pillsbury shaped sugar cookie dough. Um, you know, those delightful little rounds of printed fun that li- I, th- I feel like these are one of the most universally beloved foodstuffs in the entire world, right? <laughs> but these ones, you know, usually these sugar cookie dough packages will have just one design on them but we have been blessed by having uh count chocula and frankenberry cookies and they're actually flavored uh which just seems uncommon for this line as well obviously the count chocula ones are chocolate flavored with the frankenberry being a bit ambiguously berry flavored so i can't say that the prints of count chocula and frankenberry on the actual cookies look particularly uh realistic um, they're they're kind of no. just flat death masks, so to speak, of these characters. The Chocula's wild because they're trying to account for his head being in like two different positions at once. I think it's very concerning. Like mm-hmm. it looks like he's looking at you into the side, at like an optical illusion or something. It's very strange. Yeah, these look like Tom Hanks castaway volleyball portraits of the monster cereals, if I had to say. But I bet they'll be tasty. Yeah, for sure. I love any product that's like you can eat this raw. Mm-hmm. It's like it's advertising. Like, come on, it's fine. <laughs> Don't worry about it. They know people are going to do it regardless. So, any other um, s- spooky surprises on on the horizon? So maybe not surprising, but Kellogg's is bringing back its uh, Halloween varieties of its most popular cereals. So we have, you know, it's funny that while General Mills is like bringing back this 40-year-old, 50-year-old favorite cereal. How many years ago was the 70s anyway? I can't even count. But Fruit Brood is back. And meanwhile, Kellogg's is kind of just giving us orange Rice Krispies, which they're orange. I mean, there's not really much more to it than that. They're shocking orange specifically. So um, I'm sure they're very vibrant and... uh, and loud in that respect, but the the color the the flavor is not any different at all. I do like how they did dress up Snap Crackle and Pop on the box in these sort of abstract 
monster costumes, though. I feel like I would have liked... I don't know if you remember a few years ago for the General Mills monster cereal, they had, like, the other General Mills cereal mascots dressing up as Count Chocula, Frankenberry, Boo Berry, and company. So it would have been cool to Fantastic. see, like, Snap, Crackle, and Pop dressing up as, like, Tony the Tiger, Toucan Sam, and, uh, you know, one of the Apple Jacks guys. But I'll take what we can get in this life. I like I like the branding here and, like, you know, just orange coloring a cereal isn't the most crazy, immersive Halloween branding, but like probably my favorite ever Halloween cereal was the the straight up orange crave they did so many years ago. And that just was orange crave, but I love the way it yeah. looked. The box art was amazing. So it was immensely memorable anyway. Cereal is an aesthetic experience. I mean, it's not just your mouth. You eat with your eyes. Mm-hmm. This Fruit Loops box art is very strange. I, it feels very weird to me. Why does this feel so strange to me? Yeah, so the, the Halloween Fruit Loops as well, with spooky marshmallows and sort of these purple-orange uh, actual loops. You know, nothing too crazy, but are you just talking about, like, the, the render of Toucan Sam on this box? <laughs> the render of Toucan Sam, but also the, um, you know what it is? It's the way that the... Uh, logo is like very small comparatively. You very usually that is taking front, front and center. But I guess if you got a care, if your whole appeal is that you got a character dressed up, maybe you want to f- feature that. How he's dressed up like a, a witch. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. Right? He's yeah. dressed up as a witch. Yeah, he's kind of like distorted in his his posing too. Like it seems, uh, you know, non anatomically possible. But I yeah. do like the little purple booties they gave him over his little his little talons. So he doesn't have man hands anymore. I never think about him having talons. It's very concerning. <laughs> Got some inter- fun little marshmallows in here too. Looks like. Yeah, I mean, directly riffing on the the monster cereal tri- trio, I would say. Not that yeah they really have complete license over famous monsters, but yeah. having Frankenstein, a bat, and a ghost seems like a little bit of a a dig to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, Dan, I went to the website. I still can't figure out. What is the Captain's Commute? It's one of the strangest serial promos that I've heard of in recent memory. It's crazy to me. I don't know like what recent shakeup has happened in Captain Crunch's like PR and advertising marketing world, but like it seems while other cereal companies are cranking out like all kinds of different flavors and varieties several times a year. Captain Crunch will put out like maybe one new cereal a year and then just do the craziest, silliest marketing campaigns with the rest of his budget. So the Captain's Commute, which is, you know, now technically over, so this is more retrospective news. A look back. Was a takeover of uh, a New York commuter water taxi where they decked this thing out in Captain Crunch branding making it look like a ship so to speak and for a few days you were able to ride it for free if you booked ahead of time from the hours of 8am to 11am and it was filled with all kinds of Captain Crunch cereal prizes, swag costumed characters a DJ it's just it seems like a crazy amount of effort to put into something that maybe like a couple dozen serial fans at most actually got to experience so i don't know what's going on in the captain's brain but i like the way he's thinking he's really thinking outside 
the box yeah. in a literal sense. The, literally, he is, right? He's literally thinking outside the box <laughs> because he's not making new cereals. <laughs> he's just renting a boat and putting a vinyl on it and getting the waves. He's coasting on the Crunchberry legacy for decades. And honestly, it's okay. It's such a strange thing that it feels like a money laundering scheme. <laughs> <laughs> like the captain had to get rid of some cash. And so yeah, he they're like, going to reduce his budget next year if he didn't spend it all. So exactly. he had to do something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got to get one of these before the end of the quarter. Um, <laughs> okay. It'll be a Cabin Crunch airliner next year or something. I'm so excited that you tried the Cinefuego Toast Crunch. Yeah, this was the first ever... Did you get sent this or did you find it in the wild? Well, it is available on walmart.com, Cinefuego Toast Crunch, but I was really trying to get it ahead of the game, so our friend Gabe from Serial Time was kind enough to send me sort of an advanced pouch of this stuff. Um, but it is available now, uh, at least on walmart.com, Cinefuego toast crunch a sweet and spicy breakfast cereal snack and i (laughs) this is probably my least favorite cereal i may have ever eaten and that's counting like 10 year old expired neopets cereal are you serious dan is that bad dan we've eaten some now really think man because we've eaten some (laughs) cereal on this show remember the shopkins that was like that was like huffing lip gloss. Like I this, remember. This is the one. Okay, I say least favorite and not necessarily worst because I acknowledge that there is an audience out there for this cereal. It's just very, very, very much not to my taste. Like, do you like hot tamales or like big red gum? I mean, they're fine. I, not my favorite. Like, I just I don't seek them I, out. But I don't like that taste of like hot spicy cinnamon at all which is like exactly what this cereal tastes like so i personally just couldn't stand it for me it was the fact that like they call it a sweet and spicy breakfast cereal snack but i didn't get any sweetness out of it at all which is crazy to say for a toast crunch product especially but it seems like they took uh you know there's definitely i would have guessed at all right like if i had been laying odds on this i would have said that like It'll be a vague hint of, of, you know, cinnamon flavor with like, you know, just the regular cinnamon toast. I don't mean cinnamon, you know, like a spiciness, a vague hint of spiciness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that literal cinnamon spice is so potent. Like they actually just put ground cinnamon into it. And, you know, when you're doubling down on that spice with an actual spiciness as well, granted, I'm not like the biggest spicy food person. I'm not maybe like... A total baby about it but I can't handle anything that's like flaming hot usually and mm-hmm. this might not be like at the level of a flaming hot Cheeto or Dorito or whatever but like the more you eat the more it builds on your tongue and that compared with like a, a strong pepperiness and like a, a ground spice sense not necessarily like an actual pepper flavor it's just so overwhelming to the palate that I don't know it was like pepper spray cereal to me i could not i have not touched it again since and like you'd think that maybe pouring milk on it might help temper that pain but it really mm-hmm. just helps you know irrigate the the distaste all around your mouth and sort of flood every corner of your palate with this unpleasantness so if you're listening to wow. this and you really like hot tamales or big red gum 
then this is absolutely the cereal for you. But if you don't, uh, I'd say kill it with fire before it kills you with fire. I searched Walmart for Cinefuego and got no results. So maybe they're still like updating their systems or something because um, I was not able to purchase them. Yeah, I can some. send you the link if you want. I'll just no, I don't. I, I mean, after that sales job, I don't know, Dan. I'm kind I mean, of grateful. <laughs> I'm just trying to prove that it's out there and uh, you need to, to you need to protect yourself. <laughs> Watch out, kids. Yeah. Watch out, kids. There's Son of Fuego to scrunch in every dark alley. That's on the loose. Any, uh, any better luck with uh, this, this little Nickelodeon tribute here? So this one's interesting. The Applejack's Nickelodeon Green Slime Cereal, uh, you know, which really strongly bills itself as turning your milk green. But what I was most interested from, from the get-go was that it has a green apple flavor build to it. And, you know, the cinnamon mascot does not appear on the box, nor does cinnamon appear anywhere in the ingredients list. So I was really hoping for a stronger, like almost sour green apple flavor here. Because you know how like Apple Jacks mostly taste like cinnamon with just like maybe the slightest hint of apple? For sure. So for this Apple Jacks, it just kind of feels like they took away all that cinnamon flavor without adding any more apple so it's kind of disappointing that these mostly just taste like sugar rings that were kissed by apple so to speak i will say that i really like the texture of apple jacks so i'm still like mindlessly munching these a lot but right flavor wise it's not really you know breaking any crazy new ground and as for the the turning green milk front i hadn't had time to actually try it with milk yet so i do have uh, you know, a clear rocks glass full of the stuff right now. If you, if you'd like to listen as I pour some milk on it and see what happens. Yeah, absolutely. I love I love these live, live reactions. I mean, we never really put food noises on this show, so I don't know how well this. Will I'll go let me talk over it while you're while you're getting in there. I'll talk about green slime, please. Um, green slime uh, had its debut on a show called You Can't Do That on television. Um, it was a Canadian show that weirdly featured um, Alanis Morissette. It was like a sketch comedy show uh, uh, for for kids that was Canadian. It was one of the early ones. And when you said, I don't know, on the show, they would um, dump a big bucket of green slime on your head. Um, and they uh, they would dump water on your head if you said water. Um that that mix was I apparently according to um, this book I read called Slimed about Nickelodeon. It's made of cream of wheat, green food coloring, and baby shampoo. Mm. It's funny they actually they advertised that book on the back of this box. Oh really? Along with uh, a little joke. Um, what's the slimiest kind of dessert? That's a good question. Key slime pie. Key slime pie. Ooh, a real little joke. Wow. Okay, so, I mean, obviously I haven't let this immerse itself for necessarily the full length of Mm -hmm. a a typical cereal bowl eating experience, but I will say it's turning my milk a little bit green. Um, Okay. I don't know how I'd characterize the exact hue of it. Uh, Perhaps the best would be a sort of shamrock or peridot even maybe uh, that that being appropriate as it is uh, the birthstone for the month of august so it is nice maybe they'll bring it back for uh, st patrick's day season that it'll just be they'll just lose the slime branding and just be like it's finally here mm-hmm. 
that that St. Patrick's Day cereal you crave. Um, maybe mint. Is there mint cereal? Oh, that would be good. They had the Girl Scouts cookie cereal. That oh, that's right. One. Yeah, it was like a chocolate milk. Anyway, um, oh my God, what is this dance? This last one here, I've ne- I have not heard of this. <laughs> okay, so I recommend you Google it as I speak because the box art's absolutely insane. Uh, this is about this. This came out about a month Hachimachi. ago. <laughs> This is uh, Golden Foods brand Fruity Rolls Bubblegum Cereal that a lot of people have tweeted me about. Uh, I did not know about it because it is a Dollar Tree exclusive, Golden Foods being the the Dollar Tree brand of cereal. And I never really shop for cereal at Dollar Tree, so I've never seen this stuff. But uh, the, the box art is so vibrantly pink and blue, and the actual cereal is very vibrantly pink and blue as well so i had to give it a shot and i'm furious about this dan this is bad enough i had to go to uh bad enough i had to go to um uh aldi to get to get my foods and and nothing wrong with aldi but i just i'm not an aldi person mm-hmm. but now i had to go to aldi and then i had to go to i mean multi meal was bad enough i had to squat down to get to the bags when there was a good multi meal you tell me i gotta start coming dollar general too <laughs> dollar tree don't get it twisted dollar tree Very okay different. um but yeah it is kind of weird that there are so many locational exclusives if you want to try all the crazy new flavors because i never would have expected dollar tree to have the only bubblegum cereal to to ever exist on U.S. shelves, at least. Um, I will give them this. It does taste exactly like bubblegum. <laughs> I like that on the box they say it is artificially flavored as opposed to naturally flavored bubblegum, but it's much the same case as Cinefuego Toast Crunch where if you really, really like bubblegum flavored, then you're probably going to love this cereal because it is spot on and extremely potent with that flavor that I cannot possibly describe in any other term but bubblegum like I don't know what else bubblegum is supposed to taste like so that's kind of the only thing I can really say about it it's very sharp chemically and artificial and it's kind of interesting as a novelty to know that like this is what crunchy gum might taste like but (laughs) It's nothing that I could eat for more than a bowl, let alone the over one pound box of the stuff that I had to buy in order to try it. But, you know, I meant to say this during the Cinefuego, and I'll say it again, or I'll say it for the first time, I suppose, here, that while these cereals are not for me, I must applaud them for their innovation nonetheless, because I don't want the food scientists of the world to hear my own particular distaste for these flavor palettes and think that they should stop trying to create crazy new cereals because I still really really like the novelty of it and also I think that this bubblegum cereal again this the sheer size of the box and the fact that I paid only a dollar 25 for it is probably the strongest evidence I've seen yet that someone like General Mills has no excuse to stop using oat flour in their monster cereals because like the presumption was that corn is a lot cheaper, but this bubblegum cereal has oat flour in its ingredients list. So if they can make an oat flour cereal that is twice the size of a normal cereal box and like a third of the price, then why can't we just have the old monster cereals back? I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, come on. 
There's no excuse. That's I can't. I don't want to go to Dollar General. There's one around here. Maybe I'll go look. Let's just see. I'll just duck my head in real quick. Just Dollar Tree. Dollar Tree. Dollar Tree, not Dollar General. You'll be disappointed if you go to Dollar General. If I go to Dollar General, I'm just going to walk out with a bunch of fireworks. There's <laughs> on 75% discount. Are you a bubblegum flavor kind of guy? Oh, man. I, I do like bubblegum. Fl- like, I like bubblegum flavored ice cream that has chunks of bubblegum in it, stuff like that. Mm. Um, and I like, you know, bubblegum. I don't know. I'll try anything once. I don't like the idea of their. Doesn't it irritate you when there's cereals out there that you haven't tried? Doesn't it bother you? It gets to me. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like catching every Pokemon. I gotta explore the furthest reaches of uh, taste, bud, temptation, I guess. I don't know. For me, if if I'm going to have a a pink and blue super artificial flavor, I'm going to go for cotton candy. I, I, I agree on that, right? Like, I, if I want super, uh, cotton candy hits me harder. I like that as my favorite super sweet artificial flavor. Um, with, like, blueberry muffin being a close mm. close second. Which sounds very specific, but there's a lot of cereals that are just their toe in at this point. Um, in the third segment of the show, we like to uh, open it up to be a little bit more freeform. Not so, you know, restrictive. Uh, and so we, we this time we're going to be answering uh, one of your questions. It says, um, hey, Dan and Justin, I wanted to ask this because of the rising popularity of CBD infused items, not because I've seen an actual CBD cereal. However, do you think we'll ever see a line of CBD cereal? It sounds like an intuitive pairing. What are your thoughts? <sighs> you know, because of the strong correlation between like um, kids and cereal, like it, I find it hard to imagine just like a, a, a commercially available like CBD cereal. Maybe like a, um, you know, somebody like a, a, what's that mail order? Like a mail order cereal chain like a. Like Off Limits off, or Magic Spoon. Off Limits Magic Spoon. Maybe like a, 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 a you know, mail order uh, CBD cereal I could, I could see. Yeah, I'm doing a little Google search, and, you know, there are a couple ones that exist. Uh, it looks like Earthshine Organics makes a couple different kinds of CBD breakfast cereal. Uh, but it just seems like they're all, like, spoofs of existing cereals. Like, you've got Munch Berries, Honey Munches and Oats, Fruit Poofs. Uh, it's like, I'd rather see, like you said, something more original like an original creation of a a cbd cereal i do think off limits would be perfect for that because they had like a caffeinated cereal and a pandan pandan however you would say it type adaptogen cereal so that does seem really up their alley maybe snoop loops will have cbd in it that almost seems like a fitting (laughs) yeah that'd be a good pairing for sure or an official empty bowl cereal to help lull you to sleep (laughs) (laughs) um Perhaps I'll say now. Get me some THC in the cereal. Whew. Then we're off to the races. Mm-hmm. Now we're having a good time. Now that would be that would actually be a uh, a really sticky wicket for me because uh, on the on the occasions where I have uh, imbibed, the number one thing I want more than my next breath of oxygen uh-huh. is cereal. Yeah. That's so like- now we're in a now we're in a real tight spot here, right? Because this is a this is a vicious 
cycle that I cannot escape because the more I eat, the higher I am. And the higher I am, the more I want to eat. This is bad. Yeah, physics says that perpetual motion is not possible, but I think we have just ideated the most <laughs> self-sustaining feedback loop imaginable. And I bet it would just turn gotta hook your a generator up too. to my spoon and we're <laughs> be good. Oh man. Uh, folks, thank you so much for listening to our program. I hope you enjoyed it. If you if you did, there's a couple things you can do. One is to uh, tell a friend about the show. That's that's huge for us. You can leave a review, like Apple Podcasts, what have you. You can also go to bold.rest, and there it, you can um, send us a message. If you want to send a voicemail, we should get back to doing those at some point. Uh, it's been a little bit since we've had one. Um, you can also pledge uh, like a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars a month to the show. To help keep it running, half of that goes to keep seriously seriously.net going. The half goes to a local shelter for people experiencing homelessness in my area, so the tri-state area. So we really appreciate any support you can offer there. Um, thank you so much. If this show means something to you, if, it, if you appreciate it, if you use it, um, we really appreciate that. Bowl.rest is, is that website. We'd also like to thank Chris Zabriskie for our opening theme of The Sun is scheduled to come out tomorrow, Bria Davis for our lovely podcast branding, as well as M. Loper and Samuel Rarden for designing our Empty Bowl merch. Folks, that is going to do it for us uh, for this week. So uh, as Dan Gaber always says at the end of every episode, don't forget to drink your green milk, which at this point has turned much slimier. Just one sip, Dan. Just to close this out, if we could just get one quick sip. Mmm. Shrektacularly green. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was great. <laughs>